Hello and welcome to Coffee Milk. I'm Mark Laporte. And I'm Mitch DiPaolo. So this week I want to tell you about what happened on Sunday. Um, the cool thing was I got to see my First Communion students all make their First Communion. So that was cool. Well, not all of them, just half of them loved it. It's it's so cool to see these little kids in little white suits and white dresses. They look like little adults. They're just, I don't know, it was very exciting. But then I come home from that. I got a text message from DoorDash. And it's like, oh, we're your Taco Bell order is up for delivery. You know, click this link to to track the status. I I thought it was a fishing expedition because I opened yeah, up my DoorDash and I'm like, no, I didn't order anything. So I didn't think anything of it. Then it's like, oh, delivered. Okay, whatever. Not clicking your link. Two hours later, I get another DoorDash order from Taco Bell. But Jude, this is in Ohio. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I got a second text message saying, your Taco Bell order is going to be delivered. So I just type in, fuck off. The guy calls me. He's like, what do, you, what do you mean? I just delivered your food. I said, dude, I don't know where you are or what you're talking about, but I'm in Rhode Island. You didn't deliver anything to me. He's like, Rhode Island? No, I delivered something to a Mark L. in Ohio. And he said, if I were you, I'd take a look at your, your uh, credit account or checking account. Check my checking account. Sure as shit. There's two charges for Taco Bell in Ohio. I'm like, you've got to be in the hell? kidding me. So I call up DoorDash and DoorDash says, no, it didn't come through the app. They called directly to Taco Bell. I didn't ask the guy questions because now I have a million of them. It's like, well, how did it still go through DoorDash if they had called Taco Bell and, and gotten an order or given an order and used my debit card? So he's like, then no, no, you just got to call your bank. And he also said he was going to email me the phone number and everything of the Taco Bell. I was going to call the Taco Bell, but I didn't. I just called my bank. I said, yeah, I'm disputing these two charges. I'm in Rhode Island, not here. And they're like, well, did you buy DoorDash on Friday? I said, yes, but that was Panera Bread. And you see that was in Rhode Island. And this is Taco Bell and two times. Do you think I eat that much Taco Bell? I need it two times. So we canceled that card. Four hours later, I got another text message. Taco Bell, DoorDash. And I'm trying to text the driver. I'm trying to tell him, like, do not deliver the food. Just eat it. I said, somebody's using my card and they're buying Taco Bell. And this was on another card. Both these cards are linked to DoorDash. That is insane. Oh, yeah. The fact that it's like Taco Bell, too. And your favorite thing is tacos. I know. Like, what? That's why I, I wasn't sure. I'm like. Did I order Taco Bell? Because, and I'm even talking. No, with why me. would you order Taco Bell to Ohio? Well, exactly. Well, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about doing that for like people's birthday and stuff. You know, if you didn't know what to get them, get people food or, or get that Sherry's Berries or something. Hey, so, that's a really good idea. You, you can just DoorDash, like if you know their home. Exactly. Yo, I just sent you your favorite food. So, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a good idea, but. Now it, it really screwed me over because I had canceled two of my cards, and those are the cards I use for everything. My Obviously, my debit card, and I have all these subscriptions, and now I'm just getting email after email okay. saying, they're canceled, canceled, canceled. I'm like, yeah, just because it's I, I blocked the card. I remember you texting me, oh my gosh, I just had to cancel all my subscriptions, and you're like, I'll tell you why on the pod. Oh, it, it, just a nightmare. I was actually, well, I handle it really. So who is making these charges i don't know because it was yeah. three different taco bells in ohio did you look up if doordash got like leaked or something oh they're trying to tell me no it was something else but i'm like no because the debit card sure that's on everything but the other card that i have is just only on doordash 
So somehow there is a leak at DoorDash because, I mean, they used my card and everything came to me. My email, uh, the DoorDash delivery came through email, my phone, all this stuff. So, yeah, I think it was DoorDash. Dang. So I can't wait to actually read about that in a couple of weeks when they say it was a huge leak at DoorDash. No, let's be the first ones to say there was a huge leak at DoorDash. We could look into this, and if we get evidence, we can... Well, my evidence is articles on it. the one card I have that's on DoorDash is one of the exactly. cards. Exactly. That is already good evidence. But if we get something more... Well, like, I'm not, I'm, I don't have the time or the patience to actually deal with this. Right now, I'm trying to get my cards back, and yeah. I'm trying to get all my subscriptions yeah, up and sling. That's... But you heard it here first. This is breaking news, okay? DoorDash got hacked. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure of it. But I don't want to say something like that because I don't want them to send me a lawsuit, a cease and desist or whatnot. It's like, yeah, I got to prove yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be, that'd, be, uh, that'd be scary. Right. Well, the only proof I have is the okay. one card you guys got. DoorDash has the potential of being hacked. Everything has the potential to be hacked. But I think I think something happened. Yeah. So that sucks. That's what I'm Pretty dealing scary. with right now. Um... Something interesting I did this interesting I tried this week that didn't work, but I'm gonna stick with it. I uh, I found this app called Poop Maps, right? Oh shit! Uh, what do you even know the monthly active users or anything on that? Because I I really want to know. I, I want to hear like there's four million. Oh, I think there's actually a decent amount. I could look it up, but this guy I think his name is New New Zealic or something like that on Twitter. Um, created this app called Poop Maps where. You just download it on your phone, and it's just a giant map. And every time you take a poop, you whip out your phone, and instead of scrolling through media or whatever, you document your poop, you rate it one to five stars, and you give it a little, uh, give it a little experience. Maybe I don't know if they have pictures. That'd be pretty, uh, that'd be pretty nasty. But yeah, th- this app just for documenting poops and connecting with people around the world through pooping. And um, the more poops you have, the higher score you get. <laughs> yeah. So there's a leaderboard, too. And you can make, like, friend groups and whatnot. Fantastic. You know, that sounds brilliant. You know? It's like, when I go on a... If I go on a dating site or whatnot, that's going to be my number one statement. It's like, I'm rated platinum on poop maps. <laughs> I mean, that... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But um, that it's pretty funny. So I reached out to the guy... And I said that I got a perfect newsletter for your poopers, and uh, hopefully he he responds back. You got over half a million downloads, four point seven stars, uh, nine point five thousand reviews. It's insane. Yeah, actually, when I googled it, oh, San Francisco practically came up. I guess there's a poop map thing for San Francisco, and the whole the whole place is just pinned with poop. <laughs> like, but human feces in the streets. And yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that. All right, so I finally had a moment of action. I was sitting at the counter. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a short today. So I went to my computer. I didn't even think. I just picked two random podcast tools that I've used before and I thought are good, and I made a short on it like super quick and just posted it. So I go back one day later to look at it, and I watch the video. Like I, When I was watching it like on my phone, it looked fine, right? Editing it and everything. Right. But then I go back the next day, and it is all blue, and, like, the the screen is, like, all glitching out and stuff. I don't know if it's it's because of my phone camera or what, but, yeah. I don't know, and I didn't want to say it then. Uh, yeah, I, I was like, uh, what is going on? I was just like, whatever, I'll leave it here. And it got, like, 350 views or something. Oh, no kidding. Which isn't too bad. I'll take it. 
Yeah, I think Facebook has has a lot of potential with that. With stuff, it really seems like yeah. Facebook is is a good um, yeah place for those shorts. The memes, not so much, or to build an audience. The memes didn't build the audience. I got the views, um, but the the shorts we were doing with different tools and stuff, those got the views, those got the likes, and those got the audience. Because I think. I don't know. We haven't really posted much in a while, but we got around 500 uh, subscribers on Facebook, and that's pretty yeah. damn good. Yeah, definitely a useful tool for doing anything. It's just online. It really is strange how different platforms react differently to yeah. different videos. Yeah. What works on Facebook doesn't necessarily work on Instagram, and even though they're the same company, it's yeah. It's... Like Twitter is like a completely different thing. Like, oh my gosh, have you have you been on like Money Twitter? Like, that's kind of what it's called. Yeah, I'm on money Twitter. Yeah, it's kind of insane. Like, it, everyone is chanting about cold showers, working for, or not working, it's called deep work for eight hours in a row, going to bed early, waking up at 5 a.m., doing 100 push-ups a day. It's just, like, insane. Kind of sick of it. Oh, yeah, well, that's that's the thing with the, that's why Twitter's kind of annoying for me because before it used to be, Everybody had a thread. You want to learn something? Here's a thread. Now it's yeah. everybody's got um, a document they want to sell through Gumroad or a Notion template. Yeah. Or something. It's like, you want this for free? Like, retweet, and subscribe. And Oh, I've tried like... All I see, there's no conversations anymore. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then when you do go to make conversation, people like respond in like a weird way. Yeah. It doesn't make it... Like, I've had people respond like, like normally, but like it's kind of hard. Like Some people just don't respond at all. Yeah, it's, it's it's difficult. Have you tried the uh, the Notion Second Brain templates or any of the templates you've seen? Okay, online? honestly, um, I have a boatload of Notion templates. Oh, I didn't gosh. I didn't create anything. I just, of course, I'm the guy on Twitter who's like, okay, I'll like, I'll like and retweet the thing because yeah, this does sound like useful information. But then I learned the trick: you wait until that thing's got a thousand comments, and then you know that the guy's DMs are just like over the limit. So there's no point in liking and retweeting. Just go down on that thread and he'll actually post the link. He'll be like, oh, the DMs are broken. So if you want it, here it is. So that's what I do. That's my little hack. So I don't yeah, follow it. Yeah, because they're, they're all free. That's what's <laughs> kind of cool about Gumroad. I was looking up a bunch of templates and a lot of them you can just get it for free. There's a lot of stuff. That's kind of like a good method because it's like you're giving away something. And then by doing that, the people who are like good people and have a good heart, Get that like slight feeling of like, oh, maybe I shouldn't toss this guy a couple bucks for doing this because he already offered it to you for free. Oh, I was thinking. Yeah. What were you thinking? No, I'm sorry. I was thinking more like um, it's a great way to get the community. I don't care about your money now. I care about your if you sign up to the email newsletter or something because that's usually how they do it. Subscribe to the newsletter. You'll get this you know, 40-page book about how to use AI tools or something like that. Yeah. You got to give something to get something. You got to provide value. Yeah, I haven't been doing that with the weekly dump. I got to, that's one thing I could do. I mean, it is very, like, I don't like it, honestly. I don't like people, like, yeah, it's good to give away free tools and stuff, but, like, when that's all you see scrolling through Twitter, how do you start a conversation with that? It's kind of hard. I I don't know. And if I start tweeting about only that, it's only going to be that. But yeah, that is a good way. To build, to, yes. Yeah. So maybe I could do that as like a promotional thing. Like I, I could make an ad out of it. 
I think right now you just got to be, like I say, you got to, you just got to keep being you, do your own thing, explain your situation, uh, tell your story because I think you have an interesting story and what you're trying to build right now. And people love that sort of thing. People really go for the underdog. You may not get the engagement right now, but I can guarantee you people are interested in it. Yeah. And then, like I told you, which is a fantastic quote, and I'm trademarking it right now. Um, trademarking. Trademark. You're trademarking. That's Rhode Island for you. Um, in a sea of, what I say, in a sea of noise, you got to be the flair. Yes. I, I responded to someone with that, and I put Mark L. There you go. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I, I don't know why I just didn't at you. Oh, man. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, it'll hash it'll, Yeah, it'll make them, uh, it'll make them be like, oh, who's Mark L? This guy's a... Oh, a philosopher. He's amazing. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. I forgot all about it. No, I got to remember that tomorrow is Jay's birthday. I always thought it was on the 5th. Tomorrow's Jay's birthday. Got to remember that. Yeah, I completely forgot about May the 4th be with you. Actually, you know what? I got margaritas. I think I'm going to make myself a margarita. There you go. I think Cinco that's, de Mayo. That's going to be a good way to uh, get this. Process. For a second, I was like, wait, what is Cinco de Mayo? And then I remembered the 5th of May. I was like, oh, my gosh. A podcast I listen to. Tell them Steve, Dave. This is my hands-down favorite podcast. It's a comedic podcast. It's Kevin Smith, the director of Mole Rats and Clerks and all that. It's his friends from high school. They all started a podcast. And uh, and then Brian Quinn from Impractical Jokers is also on it because yeah. they're all friends. One guy, Walt, God bless him, but sometimes he's clueless. It was the middle of July. I think it was July 14th when he announced it. He's like, we should have a Cinco de Mayo day today. And they're laughing at him and they're like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, like, we'll have a party or whatnot. Cinco de Mayo, we'll do Tesdi Cinco de Mayo. He's like, so you're going to have the 5th of May in June. He's like, what? It's like, that's what Cinco de Mayo means. The 5th of May. He's like, oh, I didn't know that. Nobody knows that. He's like, everybody knows that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's very much on brand for us. We're going to have Tesdi Cinco de Mayo in the middle of July. It's like, well, we can make a whole month of it. It's like, perfect. We'll do it the middle of June to the middle of July. I love it. So he ran with that and it, it actually became a thing. I don't know why I brought that up. I thought it was funny about Cinco de Mayo, but it was one of my favorite episodes because they were just arguing with them. He's like, nobody knows what Cinco de Mayo is. Everybody does. And they, he was like, I just thought it was a drinking holiday for everybody. I didn't know it was an actual thing. But I don't That's know. something I would say. <laughs> I don't think they really celebrate it, though. I think we're kind of the only people who do. Any reason to get drunk, we'll celebrate. Yeah. My job interview today. Yeah, so did I say on last podcast how I applied or I wanted to apply? I don't even think... I don't know. Oh, pardon me. Anyways, I think like two days ago, I applied to VO Scooters in Providence to be a repair technician. Awesome. And then I got the uh, we did. the interview, and I had that this morning. It was over the phone, and... That's weird. It was, it was kind of... It was kind of difficult, honestly. Like, I struggle explaining myself sometimes... So I didn't really know how to answer her questions in the best way, but I don't know if I'm overthinking it. But at the end of the interview, she said, I'm going to have a link to uh, go have another interview with a hiring manager, and then we'll see how that goes. So I'm excited. Well, if I, if you get in the second interview, I think you did well. I, I hope that's what that means. So uh, I tried to convey to them as much as possible that uh, fixing things with my hands and... 
electronics that's your are my passion yeah. because like oh my gosh when i was building that electric skateboard and i think it was the summer of eighth grade into like ninth grade i worked on it too and ninth grade was where i really like got to do a lot more on it because i would use the 3d printers in school and stuff and that was that was so fun wait you guys got 3d printers yeah oh sh- yeah we have a little like engineering um uh building or engineering room in the in the basement of the school yeah, that yeah oh uh, what's Okay, so I think they turned like half the wood shop into. No. Yeah, was it? What, how many wood shop rooms were there when you were in school? Okay, well, Three? yeah, but it was really just one room. The doors were just open because you could go through, um, you know, the rooms. They're all connected, right? Yeah, you know the one with the garage. Yes, yes, that's where the engineering is. No way. Yes. Oh, that used to be Mr. Lewis's class. I love that guy. Yeah. Don't know who he is. Yeah, yeah, most of those. Yeah. Teachers. Anyways, I am so excited to have the opportunity to get this job because if I am able to work there, and I'm pretty sure it is exactly what I think it is. So, like, I will be thrown back into those moments of fixing things and losing all sense of time, but at a job. So, and that'll just be great because every job I've gone to, it's like. Working at the gas station, I go the extra mile, like clean the tr- clean the trash cans, like just clean everything like crazy, and then it's like it doesn't matter. You don't like. Yeah, there's no. I don't know what I'm saying. No, I got you. I would I would go work other jobs like at the gas station or as a bus boy, and I could do it, and it was it was all right, but it wasn't entertaining for me, you know, like engaging enough. So like I'm hoping this is more engaging. I think it will be. It's gonna be very exciting. Good for you, ma'am. Yeah. I hope you got it. I'm saying my prayers for you. Yeah, and if not, I'll just I'll just apply somewhere else. You know? that, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for you that you got a job. I think it might get you out of a little bit of a funk because it gives you kind of a, a yeah. sense of self-worth, I guess, having yeah. a job. Yeah. But. Um, and that is why I, like, applied. I was just like, what am I doing, man? I'm not working. Like, I need to go to work. Yeah, I just wanted to get you more into the. Do your own thing. Start your oh, own yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. I'm never going to. I know, but I feel like once you get sucked into a nine to five and no. that steady thing, you kind of get no comfort. No, zone. this nine to five is going to be like it's gonna a be release for, for me. It's going to yes. be fun. Like, yes. That's that's why I'm excited for it. And maybe. Like, I remember getting the job at the gas station. I was like, oh, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. And then <laughs> I, I was lying to myself the whole time, and I knew it. It's like. That's why I try to explain to people, like, you were all full of piss and vinegar when you went to the gas station. You had all these ideas, maybe, and all this stuff. And then in a couple of months, it just beat you down <laughs> to where you just really have nothing. You're going there just for the paycheck. That's how I feel when I get kind of new people at the shop. And they're like, oh, we should do this and we should do that. It's like, yeah. oh, good for you for having ideas and ambitions. Oh, but yeah. it's just not going to work. Oh, I understand <laughs> that part. It's like working at... Working somewhere else as an employee, like, you can have ideas and maybe sometimes they'll go through or advice, but it, that's times. not what you're there for, Yep, you know? It's very... And, I'm and like, I'm, for once, like, I'm okay with that. Like, I just want to go and work with my hands. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the most part, they're going to leave you alone. They're not going to... They may give you some insights into, oh, okay, no, no, it might actually be this part or this might be wrong. But for the most part, it's going to be you thinking about where the problem is and you fixing it yourself. Yeah. I'm just hoping that with all this, you see that there's kind of a demand for other people, not just this one company, 
to provide those services and maybe you start your own little side hustle it's like every saturday yeah you work on somebody's thing and you make a hundred bucks or 200 bucks and you know it's all on your own yeah i would love to uh build skateboards for people that would be amazing or anything yeah i'm definitely gonna try that one day i'll maybe make a website um i'll make like a website or something for it and then i'll just like post on my socials that i can like i don't know build you an electric skateboard you're all about building people an electric skateboard. I, I'm more about you know taking somebody's broken thing and fixing it. But if you want to build an electric skateboard, build your. I company. want to do that. Yeah, that's if, yeah, that would be amazing. But not everyone wants one. But certain people do. So well, this is something. This is like such a good skill I have. It's like you know what people talk about. They're like, oh, I want to start like an SEO agency, and I want to get like a hundred clients. And then there's the people who are like, I want to start an SEO agency or a marketing agency and get 10 clients. It's like, that's what I want to do in the future with skateboards. Cause that I will have the potential to do. Yeah. Like just, or one at a time, just like start building them. Like that is so fun for me. You build one. Yeah. You'll get more. Cause that's exactly what's happening with the Ferrari job at the shop. We got one or we're building one. We're 99% certain by the end, we're going to, we already have an order for four. Wow. And these are, it's not a cheap build. It's not a cheap build by any stretch of the imagination because yeah. we're building frame up. You know, we're starting with square tubes. We're bending them. And we got the one guy who wanted the order. And then the owner of the actual building, he, he wants one. So does his brother. And then so does somebody else. It's like, how, how did that happen? That's insane. So we got that. We're all excited. We got four orders for, and then Ray wants to build his own. So we're essentially going to build five Ferrari 300s. Wait, and that was the Maserati. This is a Ferrari 330. Sorry, I always get the threes. Oh my gosh, that is insane. It's incredible. And we're almost done with the the um, other job with the palm fronds. Uh, Tuesday we get to go there. They're going to have us over for dinner and everything. Oh, awesome. They got everything all set up. We just put in the stage. So. Nice. I'm excited that job's done. Now we can kind of focus on something else that's gonna be like fun. ferrari oh um i tried out koala rider how'd you like it i got this subscription for nine dollars okay um i haven't tried out the chat part i don't know why because i'm lazy um but i also i wrote like two articles for the kendama site and they were amazon roundup reviews and all you do is put your amazon Affili affiliate name in there and then it writes it yeah, it writes the whole article. It'll go and pick. Okay, the issue I had was when I wrote the article, it would pick the same products over and over again. It wouldn't find different ones, which I don't know why it couldn't do that. Um, I don't know if you can put links for each individual product. Maybe you can, but it was it was very good content, and it did not like start hallucinating at all. Like it was great, it was great all hallucinating all the way through. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm really curious about those Amazon product review, um, like AI tools. It's just so simple and very much needed, too. Hmm. Uh, when you were saying you gave it a link, I thought you meant you gave it a product link and not your actual, like, Amazon affiliate link, and they picked the products. That's that's unique. So what do you think you did wrong on the interview? Do you think you did anything wrong, or you just feel like you did wrong? Because you're your own worst critic. Like... Hi, it's so and so from this company. How are you? You know, did they immediately I get said, into it or good? How are you? Yeah, like I, I felt like I was pretty personable. 
were you like this? <laughs> because you weren't on your A game then. <laughs> Seemed like you're very low energy today. I don't know. I don't know. I was just, I feel like I answered every question. Uh, but I'm afraid of your answers. I don't know. I was just afraid of my answers. Like, I don't even know. I, I was so nervous. I was just like, I was, I was thinking about it all morning. I was counting down the minutes. I was like, you should have called. You should have called me beforehand because I would have done a mock interview with you. I've done that. I've done interviews so many times, mm. and this just trust me. You're not going to answer it perfectly, and I've heard some really, really dumb answers. Oh, that reminds me. I actually saw some fantastic stuff about people. Um, <laughs> horror stories with interviews one was like a guy cut somebody off in traffic and gave him the finger and then that guy was the interviewer for his the job that he was applying for like the guy who flipped him off it, it was it was outstanding and then somebody else was talking about how they got a job at nasa but they used some really coarse language and then one guy responded it's like you know, you shouldn't say something like that. That's not very professional. And he's like, oh, suck my d um, I'm working at NASA. There's nothing you could do about it. And he's like, I'm the HR department or I am the... Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm the vice president of so-and-so. And they rescinded his job offer. Wow. So you got to be careful. But yeah, you're an intelligent person. It doesn't matter what you said. You're a personable guy and you know your stuff. I think you did fine. I think you're just worried. And if you don't get it, then it's it's it wasn't meant to be. I am a firm believer in that. Yeah, yeah. But next time, yeah, give me a call. Give Jay a call. We'll go through a whole interview process. Yeah, we, we might have to if I if I get the uh, the interview with the hiring manager. Oh, oh, that's a, a great idea because I'll go through some crazy questions. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? What makes you like the company? And oh, yeah, they're gonna ask you. Yeah, yeah. The, where do you see yourself in five years? Just just makes my brain go at like. Well, I, I don't know. I just go bonkers. It's like, how do I answer that question? You don't have a, you don't have a vision. Where you want to be in front of How section? like I could make one decision and everything could change. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. So why am I gonna be like, it's, oh, I'm gonna be right here? Well, everything's always gonna be, it's it's gonna be a deviation. Like it's never a straight line. You know, five years from now, I'd like the podcast to have fifty thousand downloads an episode, and this, that, and the other thing. And you know, we're actually interviewing some really big name people that I thought I always looked up to, and now we're just talking on a regular basis. And that's stuff I think about. And no, we may not get there. We may veer off and yeah. YouTube or something. I don't know. I don't know. I still have the imposter syndrome with that. I need to start saying that that's what I want to do with it. But everybody's got imposter syndrome. I don't know. Everybody at their job has no idea what they're doing. They're all faking it. Clear example, look at the people we have in charge now. Yeah. Do you think they have a clue? They don't. They got the job, though, so you're going to be okay. I don't think you really got to worry about it. You're going to be fine. Just take a deep breath. But yes, when you get the HR manager thing, let's do a couple of them. I'll call you up. I'll have somebody else call you up. I'll have my mom because it may feel uncomfortable for you, and that's how it should be. We were talking a while ago. You were saying that how AI could edit the podcast for me so I don't have to do everything. And I keep saying that no because it's not going to know what I want cut and stuff. We say some pretty crazy stuff that I've really cut out of here. And you never know because you just don't listen to it. Thanks. I have to listen to it four times, but you don't listen to it once. I appreciate you. <laughs> but there's um, 
there's a new tool out there that edits the video podcast thing. And it did it in a matter of minutes. You just clicked a button and it cut the video. It was the most amazing thing I had ever seen. It, but it was really more like a Zoom call. You know how when you talk, boom, it goes to your screen. And then when somebody else talks, it goes to their screen. It, it did all that. It did all that. It had three different films or, yeah, three different video files and then with the audio and that anytime the audio would show up it would just clip that video clip so you didn't have to do it and it saved the guy maybe three three hours just cutting stuff like that that's really useful so i just needed to do audio and i needed to do better than what it can do now besides adobe podcast that's the greatest tool with the enhanced audio and i saw you did that in your little video too yeah that's one of the tools i did in the short the only recommendation I have, bigger words. Your words were, you know how you watch it and it's got like the description of the yeah. video and stuff? Yeah, your words, your captions were there. So I couldn't make out your captions. So you had to move your, you have to move the captions up a little bit and make them bigger. But wow. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I that's all I noticed. And that okay. and the little glitchy thing. Of, yeah, that was so bad. I don't know why it did that though. I don't know, it looked fine uploading it and editing it. I edited it um, right on Facebook on my phone. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I've never done that. I can't edit video on phone. I don't know how, how you guys can do it. My fat fingers, I'd hit something and I'd cut. Oh, well, your phone is all cracked. Well, yeah, so I have a full phone. You barely see it. I'm cheap. What do you want? You know, I hate to skip breakfast. What about you? <laughs> I just saw your tweets. What did, what did I tweet? I hate to skip breakfast. What about you? And then your other one is planning plus consistency plus action squared equals growth. Yes. I did see that ChatGPT might be able to edit video soon. They said that you can upload audio files or video files and it can edit them. The code interpreter. I don't have this stuff. I don't have it either. I don't have the code interpreter. At least I don't think I do. I'm still waiting. You know what I did actually learn uh, with ChatGPT? They say don't use the actual ChatGPT interface. Use the playground. You get better results. Yeah. I didn't know I, that. I haven't used the playground, but that, that costs credits. Well, doesn't it cost credits when you use the interface? Yeah, but it doesn't come from your Plus account. Oh, really? It's all different? Yeah. I got to try that. Because OpenAI's website is not OpenAI API. It's a different website. Oh, okay. Which is stupid. Yeah. Shit. Sorry, man. I got to cut this short. I just got a text message from a friend. I got to help him out right now. It's kind of an emergency. Sorry about that. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Sorry, it's really short. I got some stuff going on, and hopefully next week we have a better episode for you. I'm Mark Laporte. And I'm Mitch DiPaolo. Until next time.